my subs was just going up mm-hmm. like by the thousands. Like I was watching it and it was just going one thousand, yeah, hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. I was like, what? The f-? And then it's like, where's it gonna stop? So you may know him from his rap music on YouTube or from his appearance on YouTube Cypher Volume 2. Please welcome DK Rap Artist to the podcast. How are you doing today? Hello everybody. I'm, I'm doing good mate, I'm doing good. Keeping myself busy. Today's my day off actually from streaming and stuff so um, just chilling today. See, I just weren't ready. I gotta eat these beats to feed the beast. The hunger that's in my belly never been so sure. To anyone that gets on board or behind me to push with force to help me climb to the top. So, just to start off, the name DK Rap Artist, how did you come up with that name? Um, so, there was this um, freestyle back in the day um, on Westwood with uh, Chipmunk and Ice Kid. And uh, I used to bang it out. I'm still like a massive Chip fan to this day. Um, I really like Ice Kid. So when I was like younger, I was just trying to think of a name. I kind of, I just call myself Dark Kid because of that. And then um, years and years later, uh, somebody commented and said, I think you're, you're good at rapping, but your name, you should just call yourself DK. And I was like, okay then. And I changed my name to DK. And then the rap artist bit came from uh, Facebook because... If you um, try to like have like, I-, I wanted to make like a rap Facebook, and but it won't let you have like um, like DK rap artists as a name or well like DK as a name. Mm-hmm. So you have to have like, um, I saw that if you if you have artist as a second name, it allows it. So DK artist, and it let me have that. And then um, at some point, probably like when I was trying to change like all my social medias to be the same name. I was. Uh, I think I found DK rap artist was not taken anywhere, so I took it everywhere, and I just kind of market myself as that, so people can find me easy to be able to have all the platforms with the same name and stuff. So when That's you were changing cool. to the same name, what kind of like level of following would you say you were at at that point? Um, was that before or after the? I think that was before the KSI shout-out, so I pretty much, like, I just had, like, you know, a few day one fans, and I mean, mm-hmm. like, 20, 30 people, maybe. Like, not not very many. Very, mm-hmm. very small at the time. So, what made you want to get into rapping, or was there a moment where you were like, oh, I'm better than the average person at this? What was that like? Um, I never really considered whether I was better than anybody or not. Um that's not why I did it. It was just something that um, I just loved doing. Like, you know, like, you, you might play, like, basketball at school or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Um, like, you, you, you don't do it. You do it for fun, right? You don't do it just because you want to become a basketball player. It, that was it. I just did it as a hobby. I did it for fun for years and years and years and years. I'm talking about eight years. And then after eight years, I was like, you know what? I was 18 at the time then. I was like, you know what, I, re- I really want to do this. Like, This is what I want to do. Um, I remember watching um, a, a video of, of Professor Green, an English rapper, and he was like backstage about to get on stage, and the crowd was like cheering, and it gave me goosebumps, and it like I was like, I want that. You know, like, yeah. they kind of... You wanted me. them to be cheering for you. 
yeah, exactly. Mm. Like it hit me at that that point. And I was like, okay, I want to start taking this seriously. Mm. And then from then on, I, yeah, I, I started like really working hard at it. So at that moment when you started to take it seriously, what's one thing you wish you had known when you started to take it seriously and started to really try and make it in rap? I mean, just everything I know now, really. But, like, I don't know. Um, I don't really know because it's just, like, everything helps. I don't think there's, like, one big, like, like thing it's just kind of a load of little things mixed together is what makes you as good as you are or know as much as you know right it's not like mm -hmm. really one particular thing but um i guess like i guess the most important thing would be like one day you're gonna get there like at least i'm not there yet but like that what has happened to me so far that it's gonna happen I guess if I knew that, maybe... It, but then again, maybe I wouldn't have worked so hard at it if... Or maybe I would have worked harder. Who knows? You know, mm -hmm. if, you, like, if you knew, like, you kind of might go softer because you're always going to happen. And you yeah. might not go as hard. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, I'm sure you get it a lot. You kind of have this label as, like, a YouTube rapper. Why do you yeah. think you have that label? And is it something you kind of embrace and... No, you have, or is it kind of something you want to shut off and get rid of? No, I embrace it. I, I love, I love being a YouTube rapper, and and uh, the reason why I'm called that is because my platform is YouTube. Like, I I didn't gain fans by going out performing at clubs and stuff like that. Like, I don't have in real life fans. They're all over the internet, and mostly they follow me on YouTube and my social media platform. So. Yeah, like, I came up through, like, the way that I I have done it is literally just, I make a song, make a music video, upload it to YouTube, and, and then that's it. I didn't mm -hmm. promote it, I never did nothing with my music videos, it's just kind of organic, like, whatever happens, happens. If it gets views, it gets views, if it doesn't, it doesn't, um, and that's pretty much the way that I went about it, and, um, yeah, that's it really, so... I've always been a YouTube rapper because I only rapped on YouTube mm -hmm. and nowhere else. So, yeah, like, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, I don't know why people look at it as a bad thing. It's yeah. just the platform we use, that's all. So rap and music in general is, like, definitely hard to break into or get your name out there. What do you think is, like, the biggest obstacle or the hardest time you've had while trying to get big on YouTube? I think the hardest thing is just not giving up, really. Like that's the that's the constant fight everybody goes through. That's why I always tell everybody. I say those who made it are those who never quit, because if anybody that's made it in life, they're all people that never quit. They they might have been at a point sometimes where they're like, you know what, I'm going to give this shit up. Like I know Eminem felt like that at one point, um, and you know I, I don't know, but a lot of people have. Um, I can't really think of anybody else who who said that, but like I I nearly quit. Um, before the KSI shout out, I was just like, you know what, I'm kind of done with this right now. Uh, I just can't be bothered with it anymore. Nobody really gives it. I I actually made a song on my channel called I Quit um, years back. Mm -hmm. And I didn't quit at the time, but I just kind of just said how I felt. Like, I just felt like nobody really gives it. Um, and I'm like, I'm working hard at it. And, uh, and uh, yeah. That, sorry, that, I, think, I feel like that's probably the hardest part, is that fight of just keep going, keep going, keep going. And so, obviously, after that, you didn't end up 
quitting, do you think just writing how you felt and turning that into a song kind of helped you get through that and helped you continue making music? Um, yeah, I guess, but I, I think it's more like, if you need a break, just take a break. Do you know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. take a break, go away, just don't force yourself into it. Go do something, play games for a month, relax, don't do f all, and leave your channel stale for months if you have to. And then when you're ready, and that inspiration comes back, then you come back swinging. Yeah, you, you see hard. rappers and YouTubers yeah. now recently, they're almost like scared to take a break from YouTube because they're always yeah. worried about what happens, but then now, recently you've kind of started to see bigger ones say like, wait, like this is actually important and this is something I need to do and yeah. it's become much more accepted to kind of take breaks. Yeah, I mean, my monthly listeners on Spotify, they go up and then they go right down and then they go up and then they go right down mm -hmm. and it sucks to see. It kind of feels like, sh like I feel like, sh but at the same time, like, it is what it is, whatever. Like when I, when I'm, when I put music out, I put music out that, and that's it. Like right now I haven't released anything since like the uh, supernova ep which was february the 5th so mm -hmm. it's like been to like two months oh i released that like song with Dwayne yesterday which was just a silly little i don't know if you saw it, it was like a silly little diss track against uh we scheme and hollow which was um it was just a joke about um we was arguing about whether you put butter on your sandwiches or not or and uh, and the, what way you should wipe whether it's front to back or back to front and we just made a little jokey song about it the way hollow wipes is back to front, yeah. back to front, back to front. Don't put butter on your sandwich and you back to front. But that's all I've released since the EP. So uh, I've just slowly been working on stuff. When it when I'm ready to drop something, I'll drop it. I mean, I just take my time with it now, and I don't I don't pressure myself. Mm -hmm. So you've mentioned it earlier when you got a shout out from KSI. What was that like, and how much did that help you grow? Uh, it it was everything. It was mm -hmm. um, it felt like uh, something you'd never expect to happen to you happens to you. You know, mm -hmm. like, and part of it was luck. Part of it was preparation. Part of it was, um, you know, being ready for it. Because like I I saw Tom Stockdale do it. And I was like, you know what, I can maybe do that. And then, like, I was watching his videos, because I always watch his videos, and he said, oh, my next video is going to be a one-question go. And I was like, oh, okay, right, I'm going to put notifications on on Twitter. So when he tweets the link, I'll get a notification, and hopefully I'll be fast enough to get in. And uh, I, was go uh, I was going to sleep at night, and then I was like, hold up. Then he put notifications on, I forgot. I turned around, put notifications on for his Twitter, put my phone down, went back to sleep. And as I was get going to sleep, my phone went dong. I looked, it was, oh, in like, in a minute, I'm going to post a link for, for one question go. I got straight out of bed, turned the computer mm -hmm. on, and then just sat refreshing the page over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then I fucking, as soon as that, that link appeared, I clicked on it and I got in. I was like, holy shit, I'm actually in. Like, what the f And then I, I remember being at work, like, I rapped for him, and I was just laying in bed, like, looking at the scene and Clarissa was trying to sleep, my wife, and I was like, just looking at the scene, I was like, I can't believe I just rapped for KSI. Fuck. She's like, yeah, 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 go to sleep. I was like, I can't go to sleep. I can't. And then, like, the next day at work, I was just, like, 
checking my phone to see if he's uploaded the video yet. Yeah. And I was thinking, what if I get edited edit out? He might edit me out. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get your hopes up. Because if you get edited out, um, or whatever, like, uh, you know, nothing's going to happen. So just don't, don't get your hopes up. And that was it. And then when I was, I fell asleep at night. And then he uploaded the video while I was sleeping. And somebody called me. Some some guy I went to college with, I don't even speak to, he called me on um, on Facebook. And I was like, what the fuck's he calling me for? And then mm-hmm. everybody was messaging me like, oh, you're on KSI's video, you're on KSI's video. And then, yeah, then my, my subs was just going up, mm-hmm. like, by the thousands. Like, I was watching it and it was just going 1,000. Yeah. 100, 200, 300, 400. I was like, what the fuck? And then it's like, where's it going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it got me to about 8,000 so yeah that got me and that got me the push that helped me get into if it, without that I wouldn't have got into the YouTube cipher because for example like somebody who really helped me was Intensify Charts I don't know if you, you know him or not um, that's his uh, YouTube channel you can look him up he's a really really nice guy a great friend of mine um, He he's at like uh, nearly half a million subs now but like back then he was at around like nearly 100k and he'd pop in my chat and I'd be like, what are you doing in my chat with 100k yeah. subscribers? He's like, I'm like you're way bigger than me. Like, you're yeah. way bigger than me. You're not supposed to come yeah, to me. It's exactly. supposed to be the other way around. I'm supposed <laughs> exactly. to go to the bigger earth. It was a bit weird. And I was like, why are you here? He's like, well, I'm a fan just like everyone else. And I was like, all right, fair enough. And then, yeah, he just used to kick it in the chat and that. And then um, when, I, when I went for the YouTube Cypher contest, um, I got in the top 12, and he helped me with the votes. He was sharing it to his fans, and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that like without him, I definitely wouldn't have been able to do it. And he found me through KSI, so, um, yeah, and plus all the rest of my fans as well. Like, they was voting, everybody was voting and helping me sharing and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, it, it's, it's the start of everything. And the YouTube sci-fi is, like, the biggest thing that happened to me, period. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, um, without KSI, there's nothing. Like, I owe everything to him, really. So, for the Cypher, you, maybe not exactly, but you kind of had an idea of the other artists who were going to be on it uh, before it came out and before you started making it. No, I had no clue. No. And at the time, I was actually, I was just, I was new to the YouTube rap community like mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't really like know that well who crypt was or um like i knew who crypt was but like i had just found out who he was mm-hmm. and i remember he like reacted to my video and i was oh sick like crypt uh, like crypt reacted to my video on a live stream and i was gassed um and uh, and um yeah that like i i didn't know anybody really like so looking back, I, I remember like how I didn't know anyone or, or anything about the community. Um, it's it's weird because I feel like when you're out of the community, you don't even know that the community exists. At mm-hmm. all. Like I didn't know there was a YouTube rap community and everybody yeah. like speaks to each other and stuff like that. It's like anybody once, outside of it, they have no clue. Once you learn about one person in it, like maybe Crypt or K. Well, yeah kind of KSI or like Quadeca, when you learn about one of these people in it, then very quickly you start learning about all the other people they're in contact yeah. with or all the pe- other people they make music yeah, exactly. with. exactly. One person at a time and then before you know it, like it, it was a goal of mine. I wanted to be um, a part of the YouTube rap community and I was like, I really want 
to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I like I've always seen like I always explain to people like the the rap game in general is is a bunch of circles. It's like a big circle, and then inside that a smaller circle, mm. and then a smaller circle, and then a smaller, and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So the, the the smallest circle obviously is like people like Eminem, Jay Z, you know, like yeah. the biggest of the Great. biggest. They yeah. they put the people in their circle. They they sometimes they'll they'll help out and reach outside of the circle, but normally they just they all f- with each other. Yeah. And then and then same with like the people outside of that. They want to work with the people in the, in the yeah. other circle, but they can't. And they're trying to get into the next circle, and they're just f- with the people in that circle, and they're all trying to like get in. And and it goes like that, and and uh, yeah, I, I I felt like I was tr- in this circle, but I was trying to get into the next one, and and uh, yeah, like slowly but surely. I mean, uh, Dwayne is one of the people, um, you know, he's another good friend of mine. Um, Dwayne is somebody who accepted me with open arms from the, from the get go. Uh, I felt very very accepted by Dwayne. Um, you know, like me and Samad Savage, we worked together before. He was even really in the YouTube community mm-hmm. as well. Um, that was thanks to Intensify as well. I heard some ad and I was like, holy shit, like, this guy is crazy. Um, yeah, like, and yeah, slowly but surely. And then the YouTube cipher kind of, it it put a stamp, like, okay, like, Crip, even Crip said in the thing, like, he's here to stay. Um, yeah. Like... Uh, yeah, DK rep the UK. Yeah, it's, it's almost like, like Crip putting like his like stamp of approval on all, all the artists yeah. that are on it. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's kind of like that. I didn't feel fully accepted at that point. Like I felt like, okay, Crip's like, okay, you're here to stay now. You're you're in the thing, but I still had to get earn my respect of, of a lot of the other artists mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah, slowly but surely, I feel like I did that, and now I I feel like I've. I'm finally like a part of it, and uh, yeah, it's it's cool. That was my goal all along. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely very proud to be a part of the community. I love this community, and mm-hmm. uh, I I love the the artists, the fans, like all of it. Like I talk to everybody all day, every day. I have so much fun on Twitter, just with with everybody, just talking and arguing with people about. Whether you put butter on sandwiches or not, it's, it's a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, I can tell on Twitter. And then also, like, when I message you on Instagram to try and to set this up, like, of all the people I, I've i done already, you've probably responded the fastest, and you're always, like, very quick with the responses. You're very good yeah, at yeah, keeping I, in I, touch I with people and reach like, out to you. I have no unread messages. Like, I go through every message. And I, I'm, I'm like I'm on my phone all day, like mm-hmm. always answering, answering, answering. Because otherwise, if I don't keep up with it, it gets too much. One day it will be probably too much, where I won't be able to. But while I can, I'm gonna like answer every single person, and uh, yeah, like it, it won't be because I don't want to. Trust me. If it gets to a point where it's too much, it's not that I wouldn't want to. I'd love to answer every. If you message, don't answer a message, it's not because you didn't want to or because you didn't think it deserved yeah. a response. It's because you actually could not and you didn't have the time yeah, in exactly. the day. Like, I, I really don't take any of this for granted. Like, uh, when somebody messages me on like Instagram and says like, "Oh, I heard your music. Like, uh, it was really good, man." Like, um, I appreciate that so much. Like, not just because of what they're saying, but the fact that. Uh, this person took time out of their day to, to search me up and, and to message me personally and tell me I liked your music. Like, mm-hmm. that 
means a lot to me. Is Wilmington just, just listening, like, think, like, oh, I kind of like this. It's another to take that and yeah. then actually go to the artist and tell them how much you like yeah, it or exactly. how you feel about it. Yeah, it, it means a lot to me. It really does. Mm -hmm. So it can be another artist for music or someone personally who has inspired you the most while trying to make it with rap. Uh, Eminem, definitely. Mm -hmm. like, like, I learned how to rap from, like, studying Eminem. I remember I studied the Recovery album um, mm -hmm. at the time. It was, like, when I was really at my peak of learning. And I was just sitting in my bedroom. I had no internet. That I didn't make, like, I didn't record music. I just, just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. Mm -hmm. And that's all I did. I'd just write music. Sometimes I'd record it, but it'd be, like, with a mic. I remember I had, yeah. like, there's... Uh, Chinese shops in Spain um, and they, they're you know like cheap they sell cheap basically so I went there and I got this little microphone for like 10 euros and um, yeah it only worked through one ear and it was just it sounded terrible but like I'd be on my, my little computer and I'd just record like my little my little songs yeah. and stuff but um yeah, I, I never actually properly, like, seriously recorded songs. It was just about learning. I was just yeah. in that learning process of learning. Like, uh, I'd sit and watch, listen to the album, and I, I went to the internet cafe, um, and I downloaded, like, all the lyrics to the album. And, uh, and I'd sit there and read the lyrics along while listening and really pay attention to where the rhymes landed and, and how he'd rhyme, like, he'd rhyme like a word... And then, and then rhyme it again, and then he'd start rhyming a different word loads yeah. of times, and then at the end of the four bars, he'd rhyme with the word that he was rhyming with in the yeah. first place, and he'll do like, and I was like, oh, that's kind of like a rhyme scheme, like, mm -hmm. and then I tried it, and I'd be like, you know, I've got an acre full of weed, man, I make paper, a bit later, I will store me place of a laker, holding a mace, take everything of taste from your safe, and I will break every bone in your face with a piece like, it's like, um, and that, that's actually the rap that I wrote when I was learning, that exact mm -hmm. one. That was my first, like, ever rhyme scheme that I did. The lyrics, but the rhyme scheme is cool. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like, I was just learning and learning and learning. And yeah, uh, I studied it back to front. Like, all of his albums, I just studied them. Um, yeah, you hear a lot about artists like that who, they started writing first because they were kind of unsure about, like, recording themselves or their own voice. And then they kind of get into it and they become singers or rappers or anything. Yeah, in the yeah I used music. to hate my own voice. Mm -hmm. I got used to it. I just like... Same with being on camera as well. Like, I hated seeing myself on camera. I hated hearing my voice. But it's just like, whatever, you got to get over it. Like, mm -hmm. Just try to make the most of it. Like, I, I don't know about you, but like for my YouTube videos, I'm editing it. And when I'm like listening back, I don't like listening to the sound of my voice. Like It sounds... Yeah weird to me did you ever have that with like your yeah. videos or your music 100% like, I don't anymore because I just like I mean even if you like look at if you go back to one of my old 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 videos just the way I talk to the camera um and and then you compare it to now you can tell the difference between my confidence and um it's about just really just being yourself like you mm -hmm. need to be don't think like yeah like I'm gonna like be this way, like, 
because that's going to be cool and like hey guys yeah. it's like you don't need to be like, like that is just over the top um, and you, you end up that's why you're like oh god it's so cringy because mm-hmm. you're not actually that's like, not yeah that's not real that's not what you're like exactly. in real life yeah and um, yeah I, even though it's, it's like it sounds silly like everybody's like it sounds cliche that like, oh just be yourself but that is the hardest thing to do because mm-hmm. everybody feels like they need to be someone else. Nobody feels comfortable enough in their own skin to just truly be their self. It feels like Every- being you wouldn't be someone yeah. who gets big on YouTube. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just myself, like, 100%. Like, um, don't matter what I'm doing. Music, interviews, live streams. Uh, I stream on Twitch like, every day doing gaming streams, if you come and like chill with me, I'm the same, like every day, like what you see is what you get in videos and streaming and everything, mm-hmm. the good and the bad. And so do you kind of have a top few rappers of all time, and it can be top in the sense that like you think they're the best, or top of just like you like their music and you think yeah. they're like your so, personal favorite? I think... I always say when people have the argument of the, the, the top five or whatever, I say there's the top five and there's my top five. So there's the top five, which I was having this argument on, on Twitter the other day. I think the top five, if you take everybody's opinion into account, would be Eminem, Jay-Z, Biggie, Puck, and Nas. I feel like that top five would be like, obviously not everybody would agree, mm-hmm. but I feel like they... If everybody in the whole world voted in a poll, I, th- I feel like those would be the five that... Get the most votes. Their names get brought up the most. Yeah. Like You see their names get brought up the most. Personally, I, I was sat live streaming the other day reacting to Nas on stream. I don't think Nas is a good artist. I really don't. Like He's a good rapper, but like he can't do hooks at all. Um, where his hooks are like just wrapped. Like he just raps on the hook. Or, like, there's one hook where, where I checked out he was singing, and the singing was terrible. Uh, it, I was like, yeah, like, Nas is just is not a good artist. He's a good lyricist, not a good artist. There's there's so many aspects to it. Like, yeah. lyricist, rapper, artist, singer, like, all those are totally different things. And yeah. it's finding what you're good at and trying to get better at whatever you're not good at to exactly. really become an artist. In the... Um, my my uh, top five, I don't even know what my top five is. But from who I'd like listen to the most, I'd say Eminem, uh, Chip. Chip is uh, an English artist um, who I mentioned right at the beginning. Of the mm-hmm. uh, he's like my number two. So Eminem is number one, Chip number two. Then number three, I'd put maybe like 50 Cent. And then number four, I'd put like Hops in. And then number five, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like those four are just the ones I listen to the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't really know. Yeah, and you were saying, like, for the top five, obviously not everyone's going to be happy with that, but I don't think there's a possible top five where everyone's happy with it. Like, because nah, when you think of the grand scheme of things and how many rappers there are, like, fives and crazy small amount for all the big yeah, rappers exactly. out there. So. It's, it's literally impossible. Yeah. Um, so when you're coming up with a new song or a new album, 
what kind of goes into that process and do you have the beat first and you write over that or do you kind of already have written lyrics ready and then you find the beat that they work with what is no, that like? I, I always write to a beat if, if you don't write to a beat you're not doing it right like every beat is completely different so like like they're custom made and I, I am I write specifically to the beat especially like for the hook as well the hook has to like depending on what key the beat is in and, and stuff like that. And I'd, I approach every beat differently. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I might rap fast on the beat, and other beat I might rap really slow. Like, it's uh, it just depends on the vibe I'm going for. And then uh, I feel like when I, when I make songs, they normally start kind of sounding maybe a certain way. So I'll be like, okay... This, this is kind of going in this direction. Like maybe I might like make a few serious songs and I'll be like, okay, this is going to be like a serious project. You kind of have uh, a general like sense of what you want the song to be like. Very serious. Um, yeah, but then, but then like when I made like the Halloween EP, um, I'm like, okay, I want to make like a Halloween EP and I did it on purpose. So I want to make it all horrorcore themed. Mm -hmm. Talk about killing people and vampires and you know whatever like I want and yeah that, that's what I did like mm -hmm. just, it just depends what mood I'm in really and but the beats also what beats I have. So you mentioned earlier like looking at the lyrics of Eminem and studying what he did. What other rappers or artists, if there are a few, do you kind of learn from or take bits and pieces from? I mean, every everybody really. Like, I, and not only rappers, like, could be singers, producers, like, I make beats too. So I just study music in general, really. I listen to everything. I listen to every sound in the beat. I listen to, uh, you know, people like Billie Eilish and, and how she has, like, she kind of whispers, like, when she sings. And, and it's just a different style. And uh, the way that, she has like 50 different harmonies on like yeah. one bit like it's or like Phineas when he produced Billie Eilish and he says like oh um, I started lighting matches in the bathroom and then I used the matches as a snare so it goes yeah. and, and then like and then the song was about a house burning down or something so mm -hmm. the matches just they like fit perfectly. It's, there's a song of Billy's called Bury a Friend. So here's the sound that, that Billy recorded. This is the drill. And then this is Bury a Friend, and you can see if you can hear it. That all of that is really inspirational to me, and I, uh, yeah, like Ed Sheeran. I watch Ed Sheeran write songs and stuff. I've watched him, like, songwriting and... And yeah, I get inspired off everything because it's all about learning. Like if you can, you can learn something from everywhere. And I'm mm -hmm. always learning. Yeah, I'll try to find the clip. But I've heard Phineas talk about like they were in, I want to say Australia, but they were in somewhere, and like they were waiting to cross the street and like hit the button, and they it like it made a rhythmic sound, and then that ended up being like what people thought were hi hats and bad guy, which is like. Yeah, one of her top songs. The thing with the button when you cross the street. And it goes, yeah. yeah. So when you're on a street corner in Australia, you press the button, and then when it when the walk sign turns on, you hear this like rhythmic sound that I that I love and that Billy loved, and so we recorded it, and it sounds like this. 
You use that for the song Bad Guy. Yeah, the thing people think are hi-hats and bad guy is actually just that. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, and that's the thing, you can get inspiration from everywhere and, and the way that it's just... Um, I think they said also, like, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Phineas and Billy, maybe, I don't know. It was like, come up with a song title first and then go, okay, what could that song be about? Mm-hmm. If the if the the song title was this, so you could maybe say like photograph and call the song photograph, and uh, and then you could be like, what what could the song be about? Okay, what if what if um, I like I wanted this perfect mo the the perfect moment was happening. I wish I could freeze this moment in and keep it still in time like a photograph, mm-hmm. and that could be the the concept of the song. And then you write the song around that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like really interesting. It's like okay, maybe let me try, let me try that. Let me try coming up with a a cool name of a song first, and then that would give me something cool to write about. And just changing the way you do things so it's not so boring. It's like uh, let me let me not write this song at all. Let me just record it straight down, mm-hmm. like Little Wayne and Jay Z and that does. Like um, let, me, let me try things differently. I've I've recorded quite a few songs like that. Um, Postcard, I was talking to Postcard about it, and he said, don't overthink it. He said, the moment yeah. you overthink things, because I, I said to him, I feel like I always overthink everything, and then I end up not writing anything. He was like, don't overthink it, just go with the flow. And, uh, yeah, he knocked songs out in 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, I sent him the Flexing on the Gram song from Supernova EP. Within 45 minutes, he had sent the verse back. Like, I'm talking from the moment that, like, the moment I asked him to be had a chat, he said, I'm going to go get a G Fuel, I'll be back, and then I'll, and then I'll record it. He, and then within, like, 15 minutes from that message, the verse was done. And then mm-hmm. he sent it mixed and everything. It was, like, 45 minutes in total. And, it's, mm-hmm. it's, and he killed it as well. So it's, it's just crazy. Like, so yeah, if so you I got the chance to make a song with... Any artist doesn't have to be rap, but it can, and it can be YouTube rapper or like a big rapper. So if you got the chance to make a song with any artist, who would it be? Eminem, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd I'd like to just sit there and chat to him. If I could just sit there for an hour and talk to him, yeah, and just have a conversation. It's with like him, the famous I'd question of like, like, who would you have like lunch with or a meal with? It's like, because. Especially yeah. the biggest people in their industry is like Kobe Bryant for sports, Eminem for rapping. It's just so helpful to even just like try and get in their head and know what they're thinking and like see what they're trying to do with their music. Yeah, I'd love to see Eminem make a song. Like I'd love to just sit there and just shut the fuck up and just watch. Mm-hmm. And, and watch the whole process from like, start to finish. Why are you doing that? Why have you done that? Can you explain this to me? And just learn. Like, that would be, like, crazy. Or someone like Dr. Dre. Like, Eminem got the, the opportunity to sit with Dre and watch him mix songs and watch him, like, that would just be, like, crazy to just be mm-hmm. able to just just learn from somebody that, that you just, that's at, like, the top. Yeah. I love that So those are all the questions I had for today. Thank you so much for coming on and 
being a part of the podcast. Where can people find you online? YouTube, if you have, I don't know if you have like merch or anything, but anything like that, your music, where can they find you? Um, just type in DK Rap Artist, wherever you want. Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Music, Google, YouTube, SoundCloud. It's all there. DK Rap Artist everywhere. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome, mate. You're welcome. It was, uh, it was uh, enjoyable. Enjoyable interview. Mm, yeah,